0: then in a flowing way, you will move forward. You can use various practices and techniques that I have shared in the past. Practices that enable you to step into unconditional acceptance of all that is. I won't, uh, I won't repeat those practices here because they. they we have them in many 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 previous recordings so having said that these pearls of wisdom certainly the initial ones that are coming through are coming through to support us to return to flow they're coming in to enable us to accelerate Um, in an inspired velocity sort of way, um, returning to flow. These pulse of wisdom, it's like, you know, it's like having your own flow personal trainer once a week. And you learn different ways in which you can enhance the speed of your recovery time from whenever you go away from it. So the first set of pearls are all about getting that integrity back within our field that keeps us flowing in flow. In the first session that we did on the 108 pearls of wisdom, I talked about Y-108 and the pearl itself. And each pearl represents an area of our life that supports us, enables us to create and co-create a world that works for everyone, just like Bucky Fuller said. And the string that connects the pearls from an external and internal environment point of view is flow. When you are in flow, you are honoring your own worthiness. You are in in the space of dignity. And dignity is the strength, the core strength of that string of flow that connects these pearls. The core strength comes from dignity. So it isn't some flimsy thread. It is a thread that connects, but it isn't flimsy in its its texture and nature. It has strong integrity. And that that strength of that integrity lies in in the space of dignity. The string itself is flow. So these initial pearls are pearls that, certainly the ones that are coming through in the first quarter of this year are all about getting that flow powerfully anchored and having you experience what it feels like being stationed in flow. So this one, the fifth pearl. Efficiency and efficacy. So the first thing to understand is all about, you know, these are two very distinct pieces and they too are two sides of the same coin. The two together make the coin complete and yet they are very, very distinct. When I first heard that the two, these are two sides of the same coin, well, you know, the two sides don't necessarily meet, you know, so was that a good idea to have two sides of the same coin, efficiency and effectiveness where they don't meet? And that's when I saw that actually the coin is where they come together and the coin gets complete. So on the one side is efficiency. So let's just deal with each one of them separately. And then let's go into the dynamics of the two. And then let's look at the two coexisting. So what is efficiency? Efficiency really relates to the way with which you do something. So it's a very doing It's very doing experience. where it feels like one thing leads to another, the dots connect up, the task gets done, it is complete. The joy that arises from efficiency, the fulfillment that emerges from efficiently having implemented something, the joy lies in the journey of doing efficiency, efficiency you do. Effectiveness on the other hand is an experience. It's an experience of the impact your doing has. So when you are in the space of efficiency, you're engaged in doing It calls for you to be very present. It calls for you to be engaged in, okay, this piece is done and now what next and do the next piece and then complete it, do the next piece, complete it. Efficiency is enriched by completion of the task. So if you are bringing in as a pearl of wisdom, understand that within you, in your gut, you have the gut instinct of what it takes to efficiently move anything forward. It could be moving a needle forward, you know, which is a barometer of how you assess that you are successful in life or how you are fulfilled. But efficiency enrichment takes place when you complete a task. Doesn't mean you don't feel efficient while you're doing it. I'm saying the enrichment takes place when you complete a task. So, the, you know, and you heard me say, whatever we vibrate, we can get more of. So having you feel efficient so that the universe can can tap into that vibration of efficiency and you can move forward in that way, you create certain tactics and strategies that enable you to feel it and then continuously enrich it. Now the wisdom I'm sharing is as a pearl of wisdom for this time so that you can be experiencing flow. It's all about how you enrich efficiency so that it regenerates itself. So in a very, in a very practical way, you literally take something that you wish to complete or accomplish and you break it up into bite-sized chunks. And there's so much that has been written about, talked about how you chunk things. So I'm not going to go over that. You break it up into bite-sized chunks. And then you take each one, each chunk at a time. And you focus on doing what there is to do. Keeping your finger on the pulse of what's the next task, but only engaging with that as you get towards the completion of the task that you have in hand. And then as you get to the completion of that, you pick up the next piece. All of that is a, is a, an integral, compo- compo- sorry, composite, it's my Indian accents, <laughs> composite of the different pieces that you have have broken up into little pieces that you are going to get done for the big task to actually get accomplished or done. You don't have to wait till the end to feel fulfilled. That sense of fulfillment occurs piece by piece by piece. Now doing it in this way, breaking it up in this way, you are at every stage engaged in doing what it takes to be able to move forward. Sometimes the task itself can become overwhelming. So when you break it up into these bite-sized chunks and you focus your attention on each chunk until it is complete before embarking on the next one, in efficiency, we are talking about efficiency only here. When I bring if, if, efficacy into efficiency, there'll be there'll be certain questions you will ask. But when you are engaged, it's and I'm I'm dealing with this separately because I found it invaluable to work with each component in its own, in its purity, and then combine the two. So when you are in a, your 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 intention is to enrich efficiency in a regenerative way, then you practice it by focusing on efficiency equals doing. You're engaged in doing. That's where your focus is. Your presence is is presently engaged in doing whatever task you have taken on hand, in hand, and doing it efficiently and moving forward. And only towards the end of that completion, you ask the question, okay, what's next to do? And you go do that. Experience that, experience what that feels like, completing, moving to the next piece, continuing the efficient part. Now let's look at efficacy. Or, effi- or effectiveness. Effectiveness has a different pulse. Effectiveness, the pulse is on on the result, on the on the impact. Effectiveness is where you focus on The experience, experiencing each step of the way, the impact of what you have efficiently been doing. So with effectiveness, so let's say there is something for you to accomplish, that accomplishment can be achieved by working efficiently and engaging in doing. Accomplishment can also be achieved by focusing your attention on efficacy, effectiveness. So here, your emphasis is going to be more on the being with the doing that flows. Here too, I found it extremely useful to break down whatever it is that I wanted to apply the effectiveness to into bite-sized chunks, and then taking each piece at a time and keeping my finger on the pulse on the result, on the impact. So what this means is at the end, towards the end of each chunk that you are implementing, you're, you're in, the question you're asking is, so what? So yes that was done now so what so what automatically gets your your mind to engage in identifying what's the impact of this what did we cause as a result it isn't enough just to tick to you know check a box or tick a box saying yep yeah, mission accomplished, mission is not accomplished until the so what is, is answered in such a way that you feel complete about it. It's a very powerful question, so what? Because depending on the answer, you, it, it also gives you that inner strength to change direction, to make the necessary changes. It also means that you presence yourself to to fully experiencing the journey of accomplishing or of delivering whatever it is that you set out to deliver. So take an area of your life. You know, and I, I took on, for me, I took on physical well-being, because that's something that, you know, in this, during this lockdown period, I have taken on very in a very concerted way. And I just used efficiency as a way of impacting positively the area of, of my physical well-being. And that was, that was powerful. You know, It got me to plan my menu for the week. It got me to order all the foodstuffs that I needed in terms of um, what I was going to prepare for myself. It also got me to um, allocate a very specific time that I was going to engage in physical movement. It also got me to um, buddy up with someone who is really a world-class trainer for physical and mental well-being. And um, with her, we created a system, a reporting system. So it also got me to create a reporting system where I was reporting on my accountability. The reporting system was very straightforward and it was somewhat embarrassing, and but it was efficient. So at the end of my workout, every day, in my super sweaty state, I had to click a photograph of mine and send it to her with a a note of the statistics of my workout that day. And if I did not do that, then we agreed a sum of money that I would contribute to a cause of her choice. And I had until 11 p.m. every night to get this done. Efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. There was actually no focus on the mental, emotional well-being side. It really was very, very physical. And that was powerful. Oh my God, you know, in the lockdown when we weren't even allowed to leave our homes, our apartments, I created the space, changed furniture around it in my home, created the space so I could walk for an hour if I wanted to. And that was all like really, you know, focusing on the efficiency part. It was great, achieved it. I had two occasions that I made the contributions in a 30day period. so I knew that I could consistently do the do the physical um, exercises and which contributed to my physical well-being. <coughs> now that was set. it was happening. I brought in. The opportunity for a week to really have efficacy drive the work that I was doing on my physical well-being and focus my attention on efficiency on on effectiveness and that was so interesting yes I had ordered my i had created a menu for the week and I had gone and ordered whatever I needed to and it was being going to be delivered When I went into effectiveness, I looked at, well, so what? And that showed me that the physical well-being was an integral part of full spectrum living that I wanted to experience. Physical did not exist by itself. It was physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, social, and environmental. They went together. So it was like, okay, this is a big contributor, but I have five other areas that haven't yet been impacted by this efficient regimen that I have taken on. So I decided to remain focused on the physical side, having understood the so what in terms of the big picture, I saw where the biggest breakdowns that I would experience was in the physical well being. So I remained focused in that and I decided in a very conscious way to apply effectiveness to the physical well being. That got me to change the combination of foods that I was actually going to prepare. It got me to very interesting. It got me to create a sequence with which I would would consume what I had prepared. It got me to understand how my body assimilates that which I ingest. So instead of having, you know, drinking my elixirs along with eating my salads and, and my main meal, I understood that there is great power in, in getting the benefit of anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties of, of the various seeds that I was soaking in water and having the water as an elixir. There's great power in actually having those on an empty stomach. Whereas before, almost the, all of those things were there. I just was very efficiently utilizing my time. Instead of a regular drink, I was just having this. But when I got into effectiveness and I looked at the physical well-being enrichment, I didn't lose the efficiency. I just became more effective. I also understood that utilizing certain sets of oils that are put into my food at the end, as opposed to utilized as a cooking medium, was actually way more effective to my physical well-being than cooking with it. I learned to make foods without oil, learned to integrate some macrobiotic practices into my yummy Indian cooking, And I know I may be using some jargon here you know macrobiotic practices like in a very simple way that I used is that you know in macrobiotic for me it was all about life force and all of that so you know having celery which is like you know it's got it's got a core strength and it literally is about like taking life force out and blossoming out from there, it brings that kind of a chi movement you know, within our body. When I I was doing a lot of powerful planetary spiritual work, I needed grounding. So having carrots which are solid and ground me was very powerful. Having a combination of carrots and celery allowed me to be grounded and infinitely expansive with just some examples there. Layering, layering how uh, a stew is, is prepared before it actually goes into cooking mode. You know, so layering it with certain vegetables in, in a particular sequence is also a way in which macrobiotically the life force gets further enhanced and enriched. That came from eff- effectiveness. Efficiency got further enriched. This is the interesting part. That took place. I also introduced a natural way of supplementation, focusing particularly on those minerals, those nutrients that I knew were missing. It was my it was my journey into um, efficacy, applying efficacy and effectiveness to my physical well-being that introduced me to the whole microbiome understanding and send me on a quest to find the perfect way of you know affecting the microbiome of my intestines and guts and I stumbled into very important to get the microbiome composition of your gums how is that going to occur? It got me to understand the difference between probiotics and prebiotics. None of that would have occurred if I only focused efficiently moving forward with my physical well-being. I also believe that I wouldn't have gotten to such a depth of understanding um, if I hadn't, if I hadn't engaged in doing it in a pure way you know really efficiency first getting that and feeling confident about that getting into effectiveness next and then really working that and i'm just using one example did it take me an inordinate amount of time it actually didn't what it did was it literally gave such a quality to Enjoyment and fulfillment of my journey. Journey into physical well-being. And it is work in progress, you know, it's still going. And I have to say, thanks to the crown phenomenon, I had the time and space to implement it in this way, and I can now share it with you as a pearl of wisdom that you too can implement. Now let's look at bringing these two together and the dynamic between the two. The dynamic between the two, I needed to understand that and work with it when I first started traveling after having had the COVID infection and then I did my first travel in our, within India to Delhi. Now I was changing my environment. I was going into someone else's place and was gonna be there for a few days. So I took it on as a challenge and I created a project and the project was bringing efficiency into my effectiveness. For me, I realized that efficiency without effectiveness was very, very incomplete. It may be different for for others. So I decided that, okay, what if I put in place certain strategies and tactics to become efficient in my effectiveness? And I continued using physical well-being because that was the project at hand. Applying efficiency to my effectiveness basically meant that it got me to examine, I've had a very elaborate regime of so many layers of drinks and foods that I would eat. and, And I had, already implemented one meal a day system so I was just eating within a two two and a half hour window so I looked at when I looked at applying efficiency to my effectiveness I literally looked at did a lay of the land of everything that I was doing I was engaged in and with the intention of further enriching my efficiency, continuing the the effectiveness that I had already accomplished, I was able to use that lens and divide those elements in my lay of the land that were uncompromisable. I will not compromise on these pieces. Out of the 45 different things that I was doing, it, you know, from oil pulling to you know, massaging my hair three times a week and that sort of stuff. Um, I arrived out of the 43, I think there were 43 different things. I arrived at five that were uncompromisable, no negotiation, uncompromisable. So when I travel where I'm going to stay, I have to be able to achieve those five things every single day. That was a huge relief because it felt like that I had to do so much preparation before I went anywhere or traveled anywhere. That just, just made traveling like a, you know, arious task. So once I got there, it's, it's really only these five that are not uncompromisable. Then I, then I applied some very practical stuff that I have been trained in, looked at the rest and classified them as as being important and necessary and being desirable. Of the 43, I had nearly 26 of those that really were desirable. And I was fortunate that I had the chance to implement all of these but the rest did not they, they were you know they really were necessary and they were important they were not uncompromisable so if i had a day or two of not doing them it's okay it wasn't going to jeopardize my physical well-being in any material way cuz remember i'm only sharing with you my physical well-being part what each one of us is engaged in, we actually are working on all the cylinders, and I, in a very conscious way, you know, take on firing on all cylinders and thriving on all cylinders. So it wasn't that my entire day was can only focus on physical well-being. That was an, that was an aspect of what I did. So applying efficiency to my effectiveness enabled me to bring about a change in life experience or lifestyle from time to time. Knowing that that, 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 that that particular aspect of my life, you know, physical well-being transformation was going to remain on track. One of the five uncompromising elements was the reporting to my uh, physical well-being buddy. No matter what, I was still taking the photograph of me after my workout. So when you when you take on applying efficiency to your effectiveness, you look at what is uncompromisable. First of all, lay of the land. Always get the lay of the land. And because you are applying efficiency to your effectiveness, you know, this cluster of activities that you're going to be applying your, um, you know, applying your, the, the, this particular process to, you'll always have a very clear understanding and answer to the so what, which is why am I doing this? So, you know, make sure that you understand the so what, that's like, you know, the first piece, understand the so what, then do the full lay of the land. And from that lay of the land, you go into, uh, you know, step number three, which is applying, choosing that which is uncompromisable when you look at this lay of the land. Now here, let's engage with this a little bit more. How do you know that something is uncompromisable? The way, I mean, I'm, I'm just sharing with you what I did for myself. How I knew what is uncompromisable was to look at which of these 43 things that I have on my lay of the land, which of these were absolutely so essential that when I took them on, they moved the needle in, into, towards my physical well-being in a very meaningful way. So that accountability to someone who was gracious enough to give me her her confidence and trust and time as an accountability um, mentor was something that moved the needle in a massive way. So that was uncompromisable. Ensuring that I always had my elixirs wherever I went without relying on finding it in the place that I was going to was uncompromisable. I won't go through all of my my five, but you're getting a sense of that did move the needle in a huge way, keeping my wheatgrass juice powder with me, uncompromisable. Because even if I was I was in a meeting and I was delayed I, in terms of my food, I was going to have that wheatgrass juice powder, no matter what. Staying with OMAD, one meal a day, uncompromisable, move the needle in a massive way. Having my me time where I integrate my breathing practice and whatever it is that is choosing to be done with me and through me at a planetary level was uncompromisable. Now, you'll all have different things. So I did not go into the mix of exercises that I was going to do. Me reporting to my accountability buddy basically meant I was going to do certain things. What that was may vary depending on where I was, but I was going to do it. And it was going to be, you know, over an hour at least. So here you're really distilling what is uncompromisable. That determined my packing list. That determined which part of the house I made as my space when I was moving, when I was visiting um, another part of the part of India. And right now I'm, I'm visiting in Dubai. So I've started implementing the same thing as I traveled from India to Dubai. You know, these I stayed with the five uncompromisable things. Once you've done the uncompromising pieces, you look at the next one which is what is which of these is important. Now what I did there was I actually began with what is desirable so uncompromisable first and then what what are which of these is in the desirable category. That literally left a few others and I engaged with each one of them to see if they were necessary and important. And that gave me that gave me what I need, what I needed to do. Now, efficiency applied to effectiveness, I could travel as opposed to find myself saying what I have said before, which is, well, you know, yeah, it is great, but I can't really stay to this, stay in a very strict regime because I travel so much. I could. And it was completely effective. And it was very efficiently implemented The overarching effectiveness was not compromised and my invitation to each of you would be you know even if it feels like my God can you imagine I'm doing this huge elaborate process on everything you know it is not I mean we we do engage with these questions you know am I going to eat something today what am I going to do? I engage with all of that well what if, so fine, I spent a, a, a few days implementing efficiency and effectiveness separately, and then bringing the two to, to, together. And now I have a regenerative strategy I don't even have to think. Now I know when I travel, what's in my packing list, uncompromising stuff, What's what I'll have just because it's, it's important and what I'll have just because I wish to have a bit more fun and if it's if if i have to compromise on the weight or have to remove certain things the desirable pieces go because i can find them somewhere else it literally percolates you know when you bring when you bring the two together efficiency applied to effectiveness So what's happening when when you're applying efficiency to effectiveness, so what is leading your choices. And the the vigilante in you is focusing on the experience aspect. So the the way in which you choose to do when you are doing the efficiency applied to effectiveness, where effectiveness is the lead, the way you choose to do certain things is you're always keeping your finger on the pulse of making sure that you're picking ways that answer the so what every step of the way that create an experience where you experience effectiveness. You're not blind to it and you're experiencing it uh, at every step. Now let's look at the other side where you're applying effectiveness to efficiency. So it literally became, I mean, for me, it was so exciting to see, wow, yes, they are two very different things. And it is a little bit like a man and a woman. They are different and they come together and they can they can be in a dance sometimes the man leads sometimes the woman does so if you understand and honor that these are two very distinct ways of operating no one better than the other they are both equal in terms of their strength, their gravitas, and the impact they have on our life. You can allow for that dance to occur. So now let's look at effectiveness applied to efficiency. And I'll just continue the thread of using my physical well-being as an illustration, so that you can work with it in, in any area of your life. So when I utilize this, effectiveness applied to the efficiency with which I was engaged in my physical well-being. so. effectiveness applied to efficiency. So um, the impact and the so what was was a given. Because that is what I was going to achieve. So I, I kept that finger on the pulse of, I am going to engage in an hour or more of physical workout when I applied the effectiveness to the efficiency, I used the same time, but it got me to vary what I did. And it actually, the the result was, my one hour became one hour 47 minutes. Because when I started varying, I gave myself a week to experience different forms of physical Exercise. It got me to connect more closely with the feelings in my muscles. It got me to notice the toning of certain parts of my body was better than other parts of the body. It got me to seek out ways in which I could have fun doing the physical workout and seeing its impact be further accentuated because of the mix that I was creating. You know, it got me to create a beautiful medley of physical activities. And still remembering to measure what it feels like in an efficient way when I was doing you know, a very focused type of a physical exercise, I started blending it more. And I realized in in doing this, that I do require a stretch of at least 40 minutes of walking. I understood that reducing that any further did not make me feel very effective. So that was a minimum. It was a minimum of 40 minutes of walking, which means anything else that I did was going to be on top of that. So some days it was a very specific, like the infinity eight dance technique, which got me to move every muscle. It introduced the um, infinity walk as my cool down walk that got my left and right brain balanced. It got me to integrate some of the Tibetan ritual practices to increase my... My stamina and balance. It also got me to prepare my elixirs. Instead of having 10 different pieces done separately, I understood that I could combine five of these together, and then the rest needed to be individual. So it just got me to understand these sort of nuances, which otherwise I wouldn't have picked up. Good morning. Good morning. So, good morning. So continuing on, um, good morning and welcome to whoever um, that was. I didn't quite pick that up. We are in the middle of the fifth of the 108 Pearls of Wisdom. And we are looking at applying um, efficiency to effectiveness. So... You know, you get a sense of how different aspects show up. I also, when I applied efficiency to my to the effectiveness, especially during the time that I was going through my COVID infection and I was still working with this body of work, I understood that utilizing the human vibe attunement was a way in which I could increase the quality and the speed with which I was able to rejuvenate. So the quality of rest that comes from that integration of the human vibe in and my soul presence. And it took me into a very deep state of rest Which allowed my body to completely recuperate in a very powerful way. So I integrated that in my physical well being. So you're getting a sense, you know, there is some value in understanding that efficiency and effectiveness are very distinct in their own right and if you only used efficiency as a way of operating it will it's it's invaluable it delivers great value if you only used effectiveness as the driver for how you choose what you do that also is very valuable and then when you start bringing the two together in a dynamic you can actually apply efficiency to your effectiveness and you can apply effectiveness to your efficiency. So having said all of that, Catherine, I'm, I'm open now to any questions. I don't have a sense of time, but I'm open to any questions that may be there.
1: Well, I, we're actually at time at 6.30. It was perfect, menu right on the money. Um, and I so appreciate tonight, especially coming from the physical aspect. I think so many of us are, are wondering how we can approach this. So I really appreciate this idea of the effectiveness with the efficiency. And the five things, how you took your 43, 42 down to five. It's very inspiring, especially coming from a practitioner that's in the world of physical transformation. So I so appreciate that. I know you all did. Um, So I don't think we're gonna have time for questions, but we do have time for the words of gratitude and appreciation for the wisdom. And if anyone would like to share a sentence, a word, I know for me, um, it's just abundance of wisdom, Minu, that you shared tonight and always. It's so inspiring and it's so practical. These tools, I say, you know, these are the tools that we can have in our, our tool belt at any time to pull out when we go awry and we're not flowing and flow. So that's the way I look at these 108 pearls of wisdom and just really lovely. So if anyone would like to share some thoughts about tonight, um, please go ahead and put your comments in the chat box and can't wait to hear what next week will bring. I think we could have stayed on for longer. We, knew. we could have made this an hour and a half um, so thank you guys all for coming tonight. And please go ahead and just pop your words in the chat so I can read those to me Um, Pearls of wisdom are actually ocean of knowledge wisdom. Wow, that is absolutely beautiful. You have given extraordinary insight into my working with my body. Would like to understand in more detail i agree asha i think this is going to be a chapter in a book so certainly it's going to be on the app no doubt uh loving the mala journey gorgeous and the way in which you present these menu it, i think that's part of the inspiration flowing with flow <laughs> inspiring Thank you. Efficiency and efficacy equals success. Awesome. Bravo, Minu. inspired. Flowing with the wisdom. Empowering endless gratitude. Appreciation lease. Yes, indeed. See, many possibilities to go into my flow, Lee, yes. Magnificent and truly an inspiration. We are so fortunate, you know, I think about that every day and when we do go off track for a moment, which we all will do from time to time, we have Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and again on Thursday night to look forward to getting back on track to get back into the flow. I think there's you know such tremendous gratitude that we have you Manu, to continue to guide us the enlightenment and empowering much gratitude flowing gratitude inspiring effectiveness and efficiency is how a bird nest is built I just happened to have one right here. Yeah. How perfect, right? <laughs> with, with little eggs in it. that's <laughs> uh, so true though. So much to think about and try out. I agree. We are so blessed having your pearls of wisdom. Absolutely. Important nuances clarified. So beautiful. Thank you guys so much every single week for being here for showing up for showing up for yourself. Me knew we are so lucky. Important nuance clarified. Absolutely. Yes, thank you so much gratitude. You know, I'm sitting here looking at my B book on my bookshelf here and I'm like, I think I could read this over and over and over again. It's the B Bible. So this is one of those lives that I'm going to want to play over and over and over. So thank you so much for everyone, to everyone, and we love you, and we can't wait to see you right back here next week. And thank you, Minu, as always.
0: Yeah, and on on Saturday, um, at Beyond, in Beyond Meditation, I'm actually going to use that time to talk about the next layer of nuance, for which describes what 2021 is about. Okay. So see you all at Beyond Meditation on Saturday. Thank you so much. Enjoy the journey. Have a go with efficiency and effectiveness and then applying the two together. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you all.